we all breathe, but if you consciously breathe, you start to notice kind of what's going on in your body when you actually focus on your breath and it gives you that opportunity to all of a sudden slow down, everything around you slows down. So I would definitely recommend a habit of consciously breathing. Hi, and welcome to The Improvement Project, a podcast about being a better human through good habits, challenging yourself, learning from a wide range of experts, and celebrating all of the little wins along the way. I'm Dr. Peggy Malone, a healthcare provider and human being, trying my best to be better and encouraging others to do the same. I'm in London, Ontario, Canada. After 18 years of working with patients to help them take on better habits for health and wellness, as well as a year of personal monthly habit challenges, I've learned how our daily choices impact and ultimately create our lives. So I'm getting intentional about my habits and routines, and I'm hoping to inspire you to become more disciplined, more consistent, happier, healthier, more productive, and overall, your own best self. Today's episode is episode 145 of the Improvement Project podcast, and today I am excited to say that I am welcoming a special guest to the show. If you've been listening for a while, you know how important accountability is to me, and I have several of my accountability buddies on the show in the past, and today's guest is another one of those buddies. Uh, You might remember me talking about our P's in the pod group, where five of us supported each other through the creation of our online courses. So my guest today is Misty, and Misty is the owner of Misty Lucas Wellness. She offers coaching and restorative yoga focused on working with women who are experiencing chronic stress and disconnection. This is where her passion is because of her own experience. In her private life, she managed a personal injury law firm and represented people suffering from injury and or illness. She suffered her own health crisis that impacted how she viewed her life and the world and completely changed career paths. Misty left the field of law and became a yoga teacher. She has over a thousand hours of advanced level training and specializes in restorative yoga, rehabilitation, and injury recovery, meditation, breath practices, and trauma-informed yoga. She is certified with both Yoga Alliance and Canadian Yoga Alliance. She has her own studio, which currently offers online classes and workshops. She also has created a digital course focused on rest and a membership for women to find safe space to access rest, support, and connection. She also offers one-on-one coaching for women. She invites students to practice and live life with awareness and mindfulness and provides safe space for students of all levels to explore their inner truth, relax, and embrace the idea of play. Her students and colleagues describe her as a strong, inclusive, and gentle leader who is gifted in putting everyone at ease with her kind spirit and open heart. That's true. Misty is also a director with Diva Tree School of Yoga and has shared a 200-hour yoga teacher training, a 50-hour yoga teacher training focused on restorative yoga, and in June, she's sharing a 50-hour yoga anatomy essential teacher training online. When Misty is not sharing yoga or connecting with clients, you will find her on her property outside of Strathroy, roaming the woods with her husband and fur babies, Maggie Mae and Shadow. Oh my goodness, Misty, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited you're here too. And what an amazing bio. I'm so excited. I want to jump right in and have you, in your own words, share a little bit about your story. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what has brought you to where you are now. Okay. So I, um, like I mentioned in my bio, I used to work in personal injury law and I did that for 20 years. And, uh, Really thought that was what I would do for the rest of my life, and then I became um, I became sick. Like my body started to 
reject what I was doing. And I used to be very active. Like I did yoga, but it was a hot yoga and, and I had a lot of activity in my life, never resting, never resting. And then I, all of a sudden my body started not doing the things I wanted it to do. My mind was foggy and ultimately it was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis and I was in my thirties. And it was at that moment there was some despair and a lot of having to surrender to the moment and ultimately shift how I lived my life. So the first thing that went was I went off work and did a lot of inner work. And when I did that, it started to become more apparent to me that I needed to shift how I lived my life and that maybe I wasn't living as consciously as I could have. And um, learning some self-care practices like rest and breath work really showed me wow, what I had been missing for so long. And then I did my yoga teacher training as not a fluke, but just to deepen my practice. And once I learned it, I was like, oh my God, how can I not share this? So that started this whole train of, okay, I'm going to leave law. And I mean, it took a few years for me to walk away because I thought it was my career for life. Um, And then I finally, something happened and I was able just to be like, it was like the universe handed it to me. I had a choice that I could stay or um, as the firm was changing, or I could leave. And I was just like, I'm ready to leave. And so I left and opened up a yoga studio. And we moved out of the out to the country. We used to live downtown London, Ontario, and moved out to the country. And that was that. And that's what I've been doing ever since. Oh, my goodness. Well, this is one of the things I appreciate you is that you are so willing and so like ready to just jump at what's next. And that story reflects that so awesome. Um, Based on everything that you've mentioned with your experiences, one of the things that my listeners like to talk about or that I like to talk about and they like to listen about is habits. So based on all of your wonderful, beautiful knowledge, what habits, what five habits would you encourage people to adopt for themselves to be more mindful and less stressed this year? Um, So when I was, I've been thinking about that because I listened to your habits um, and I, I listened to your webinar and it, it was amazing and it really helped me kind of dive deeper into my own habits. But for if people know me, one thing I'll say right away is first habit is consciously breathe. We all breathe, but if you consciously breathe, you start to notice kind of what's going on in your body when you actually focus on your breath and it gives you that opportunity to all of a sudden slow down everything around you slows down so i would definitely recommend a habit of consciously breathing can you do can you um can you like lead us through a little something like that right now just so that like so that we can get a sense of what does that mean yeah sure sure so um if you just uh just i always soften my gaze for a moment because if you close your eyes and tune out what's around you like your computer screen and then just take a nice deep inhale and like draw the breath in a nice long inhalation And then a nice long exhalation through the nose. And then if you just do that three or four times and you just feel the breath coming in and notice where it's traveling into the body. And each time you do that, you might notice it goes a little bit deeper. And as you exhale, just feel like the weight of your shoulders are softening and that you're rooting into the earth. And it can really just all of a sudden can feel very grounding when you focus on your breath. I love it so much. Yes. All right. Consciously breathe. That's number one. Yes. And the next habit I would say is notice your thoughts. So when we are kind of frantically scurrying through our day, 
um, if you pause for that moment and notice, are your thoughts pulling you into the future or into the past? So are you kind of all anxious about what's happening or are you focusing on something in the past or even asking, oh, is this thought empowering me in this moment or is it disempowering me? Right. Even just pausing for that moment to notice the thought that's there. I mean, we have 3000 thoughts an hour, so sometimes they're fast and furious. But if you take a moment to notice what's present um, again, it'll bring you into that. Oh, I'm just going to let that go. I don't even know why it's there type thing. That's so I would say that would be the second. second I love habit. that one. And I love it, especially because I think that there's a lot of people that don't understand that they're creating these thoughts and they can choose other ones. So it's so neat to be the person who's like, I'm, I'm in charge of the story. I'm the person who's making this up. I can hear these thoughts or listen to these thoughts and then make up something new. Yeah. Yeah. Let it go. If it's not empowering you, why have it? It's just not, it's not useful. Exactly. Okay. Awesome. Number three. Uh, Number three, get outside. So I, I had written, I had written down like a little note nature, um, but I'm fortunate enough to be able to walk out my door and be in the woods. I know that's not possible everyone, but even just get outside and breathe the fresh air or at this time of year, listen to the birds, right? Like just getting outside and feeling that the, the wind on your face or hearing the birds chirp or something um, can really help you just become more mindful. It can create that. Oh, okay. Like I'm, I'm more than this computer job I'm doing right now or looking at the screen and remind you that you're connected to what's going on outside as well. Definitely yeah, love that. I need that reminder more often because I, I'm connected to the computer screen on the regular. So go outside, Peggy. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and number four is move your body, move your body and, um, remind yourself. Like I even have sticky notes because I may be a yoga teacher, but I spend hours at my desk and it's like a little sticky note on my computer, get up and walk, like just walk around the house, stretch in my chair. I try to do that, um, every like hour so that I'm moving my body and just, um, coming back into my body. Cause I feel like if I'm sitting in the stagnant position, I don't notice any messages it's sending me. So if my back is starting to get a little chirpy, it's like getting out and moving the body a little bit. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Yes. And I'm all, then, I'm all about that. Move that body. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Number five. Uh, um, practice gratitude, right? Journaling. So journaling, whether it's, and I know you talk about gratitude, um, And I think that's amazing. And one thing is that I've tried to do is practice gratitude at journal at night because it helps me sleep better. It can help me um, release anything that happened through the day by doing my journaling of gratitude at night. And that helps me be more mindful of my day, what happened, and then to ground me back into all of the amazingness that I have in my life. So, yeah. Amazing. Yes. Mm -hmm. I love it. All five of them. Amazing. I knew they would be. Um, So of course, I love to talk about habits, but I'm also fascinated with routines that people have that help them to be more successful. So I would love it if you are willing, if you would share what your morning routine looks like. Do you follow a specific routine every day? And if you do, what's involved? I do um, every morning. So the first thing I do is I get lemon water. So my morning routine is movement and hydration. So I have a like 25 ounce glass of lemon water. And then I take it down to my mat, to my yoga studio, like where I practice. And I roll around on the mat, loosening up my low back and my hamstrings because I have like hip stuff. So I have a little stretch routine. And, um, and while I'm doing that, 
then I just, I finish drinking my water and then I do like a little tapping. So it's like a tapping meditation. Um, so if I wake up feeling any stress about the day, cause what I do is I'm rolling is I'm envisioning how my day is going to be. And then I notice how that's landing and I'll do like an EFT tapping meditation and then I'll come up and I'll have my celery juice and I have celery juice is the next little hydration that I have in the morning. And then, um, depending on what it is, I'll either start a little bit of work or I'll jump onto my, my bike and do some exercise on my bike, which is my new habit that I'm trying to incorporate regularly. Okay. That's what I was just going to ask you. What habit are you working on for yourself in 2021? Is that it? It is. Uh, you inspired me, Peggy. So I've been trying <laughs> to do it three times a week. Some weeks it's only twice, but okay. uh, I'm just learning to be compassionate with self and um, yeah, to do like, so I, I do a lot of yoga and I do a lot of walking, but I also know it's important that I challenge my body. So I brought in this, this cycling so that I can do that every day. Okay, cool. Um, can we circle back for one second? I know about emotional freedom technique, but not all of my listeners might. Can you explain a little bit oh. about what that is or just sort of give like a little intro so that people aren't, what the heck's EFT? Oh, yes. Sorry. Um, no worries. So it's, uh, it's basically, there's certain points on the body that you tap. And I haven't done a training in it. Um, it's more of a self-exploration, but there's, you tap the side of your hand, there's eyebrow tapping and around the eyes, underneath the nose and chin and collarbone and side body and the crown of your head. So those are the main tapping points. And basically it's trying to release any fears. So the meditations can be about um, helping you manifest, but then it helps first you start by identifying the fear, like what's coming up for you. And then when you continue tapping, it's about moving it through you so that you can let it go. And, and it's just a practice that, that I use when I'm feeling stuck or feeling a little bit in the negative about where my business is going or if I'm trying to accomplish something and I'm feeling on this hamster wheel just to free up that energy and to bring me into it and to let any fears go that stop me. Awesome. Thank you. Um, for those science nerds out there, one of the things that I know about EFT is that it actually does a stimulation of your amygdala. So it can help with that lizard part of your brain where you have fears stored, that fear and reward space. So um, it's actually got some cool science behind it. And I'll put a little link in the show notes, giving you sort of like an intro to EFT if that's somebody something you're interested in and on our little tangent here with uh, Misty and I. Yes, thank you. <laughs> All right. That reptilian brain. That's right. All right. Uh, now it's time for a segment which I call What Are You Into Lately? In past episodes, my disciplined accountability partner Jenny and I shared that we like to talk with, with each other on the regular about what podcasts we've been listening to or what books we've been reading or what other random internet hilarity we found. And we feel like you might find it fun too. So on previous episodes, each of us have shared something that we're loving, that we find useful or practical, or just something that is pure frivolity and fun. And since Misty is here this week, and because she is a good sport, she has agreed to play along in this segment. So I'll go first, Misty, to kind of give you a sense of how this works. So the thing that I'm into this week is that um, if you've been listening to the last couple of episodes, you might be aware that John and I are in the middle of a big move. We're doing a big renovation, and so we're moving all of our stuff from one house to another. And so it's just created a lot of disruption and uh, chaos, I guess. And ultimately, at the end of those days, I just want to sit down and not stress my brain too much, but have something to watch. And so we found this TV show that I'm sure other people might have heard of before now, but I've just discovered it. And it's called Superstore on Netflix. Do you know this show, Misty? Oh, I do. <laughs> 
<laughs> so it's fun. It's, it doesn't take a ton of brain power or investment to watch because they're only 20 or 30 minute episodes. And it's the perfect show for what's happening in our lives right now. And it's, um, it stars America Ferreira, who you might remember from the TV show Ugly Betty. And it also has Ben Feldman. Um, and it's about a group of employees working at Cloud9, which is um, a fictional big box store in St. Louis, Missouri. And it goes on for five seasons. So I didn't know it even existed, but I'm highly entertained by it. And that's what I'm into this week. So that's, uh, if you don't know about this show and you're looking for something like I've just described, Superstore is where it's at. (laughs) All right. What about you, Missy? What are you into this week? Um, So it's funny. So there's just two things. So I'll be quick about it. But the first one is Derek and my husband and I, like you, sometimes we just need something that we can watch and laugh at. We've gone back to Seinfeld. And we started oh, watching nice. all, and honestly, I don't know how many times I've seen some of these shows, but I laugh like belly laughs every time I watch some of these shows. And I'm like, how am I laughing still after having watched this so many times? So we've gotten back into Seinfeld. Oh, that's fine. But, and the other thing is, is I wanted to mention that I found that's really playful is I've started to jump on a little mini trampoline. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I, I mean, I, I got into rebounding because it's apparently really good for your lymphatic system, but I have so much fun and being playful on this little mini trampoline in my basement because we got rid of our pool table. So I have this little mini trampoline that I'll go and bounce around when I need to release some energy. So, Oh, that's, that's so a- fun. What a great yeah. idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a little silly, but it's fun. So. Oh, I love it. I lo- and by the way, I totally love a little silly. I love a lot silly. So <laughs> I'm into it. Okay, cool. As I mentioned at the top of the show, um, Misty is one of my accountabilities in an accountability group that we have called Peas in a Pod. And there's five of us in this group. And we have supported each other as we all worked to create and launch our online courses. So, so Misty, I know that you launched your course earlier this year. And just recently, you have something new that's come up. Do you want to share that with our listeners? Sure. Um, thank you. So I recently, just last week, opened the doors to a new membership called soul circle and it is a membership for women to to come in and find support from other women and in the in the program so there's a welcome package because i love getting stuff in the mail i think it's so much fun so i actually mail out a welcome package um, with little goodies about self-care so there's like a bath bomb there is a cd that has um, melodic sounds It's called Songs for Shavasana, and it's a beautiful Kirtan artist who's in London, Rachel McGarry, graciously um, let me send this out to all of my, to the new members. And there is a journal and and, um, a pen. So just some fun things to come into the group. And then um, there's pre-recorded restorative classes, meditations, breath practices. And then every month there's two live workshops. So I bring in a guest who will, a guest, um, entrepreneur or intuitive coach or there's lots of ideas that I have I have a couple lined up and they'll come in and speak to the members and then I will do a live restorative yoga class or coaching session whatever the group wants but it's really made for women to come in and find a space to just be themselves and to find a little bit of rest and relaxation and support as they navigate this journey that we're all on. So that sounds amazing. Um, If my uh, listeners are interested in learning more about that membership where should they go? My website, uh, mistylucas.com and forward slash offerings. So it is right in on the website. Okay. And then uh, just piggybacking off of that, where can they find you in general on the interwebs or on the socials if they want to come and say hi or just get more information about your offerings? 
So uh, I'm on Instagram uh, at Misty Lucas Wellness and Facebook as well as Misty Lucas Wellness. So they can find me there and find all that information and freebies too. Free meditations, free breath practices. Yeah. Go and check it out, people. Go and listen to Misty. She's amazing. Um, Is there anything else that you feel compelled or called to share with my listeners as you're sitting here and we're we're chatting this morning? Um, No, I just... uh, The only thing I would say is as you explore this idea of becoming mindful or practice meditation or breath practice, do it all with self-compassion and self-love and no, no judgment on yourself. If, if you try a meditation and it doesn't go well, um, just remember to be as compassionate to yourself as you are with others. Love it. Reminder people need. Awesome advice. All right. Uh, that's it for this episode of the improvement project. Thank you again to Misty Lucas of Misty Lucas wellness for being here. What is one of her tips that you will put into place in your life to decrease your stress and increase your mindfulness? Let me know for questions or comments, send an email to the improvement project at drpeggymalone.com. You can come and say hi on the socials. I'm on Instagram at drpeggymalone, and you can always get my attention by using the hashtag the improvement project. As usual, you'll find all the resources and links that I mentioned during today's show in the show notes at theimprovementproject.com. If this episode was helpful at all for you, please be sure to tell a friend and share it with them. That is the number one way that new listeners find this podcast. So if you found it helpful or entertaining, pass it on. And we also have a Facebook group. Search for The Improvement Project on Facebook to join in on the conversation. Until next time, my friends, stay focused and get after it. for listening all the way to the end of this episode of The Improvement Project. Have you struggled with getting new habits to stick? You really want to follow through, but you just can't get started. Or if you get started, you just can't get consistent. Or you're just not sure what to do. Do any of these sound familiar to you? You might be aware that humans have been supporting each other and working together since the beginning of humans. And that, my friends, is the power of accountability. If you can harness that power, maybe you'll find that you'll be one step closer tomorrow than you are today toward not only better habits and routines, but also your biggest goals and dreams. Are you with me? I got really interested in how different people respond differently to accountability, and I came up with a framework of four different types of habit personalities and how they respond to accountability. I then put it all together in a super fun quiz that will help you to understand how to best add accountability into your life so that you are way more likely to follow through on your habits and ultimately find the way to your big dreams and goals. If you'd like to see what your habits personality is and what may be your best strategy to incorporate the power of accountability to be a better human... Head to drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz and take the quiz for yourself. That's drpeggymalone.com forward slash habits quiz. You got this. Get after it.